Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Pat Longo on Evolving Soul Blog Talk Radio. I have an amazing guest tonight, and uh, I'll say fabulous because I love him. Uh, His name is Nico Tortorella who currently stars as lead in Darren Starr's hit comedy series, Younger, now in season four and garnering its highest ratings ever. He was previously a series regular opposite Kevin Bacon and James Purefoy on Fox's hugely successful series, The Following. Feature films include his starring role in Stephen Somers' Odd Thomas, opposite Anton Yelkin, Willem Dafoe, and Tim Robbins. Joel Schumacher was the first to identify Nico's natural and raw talent, casting him in two of his films, Twelve and Trespass. Nico also shot the HBO Mike White pilot, Mama Dallas, as well as the lead role of Carson in the independent fictional documentary cult film, Hunter and Game. A longtime lover of theater, last year found Nico on stage tap dancing opposite younger co-star Sutton Foster for four of her tour dates with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra, as well as making his theater debut in Jordan Jaffe's play, Crude, earning rave reviews for his portrayal of Jamie, most notably from the New York Times. Tortorella just starred in Menendez Blood Brothers for Lifetime, co-starring Courtney Love, and is now in season two of his hit podcast, The Love Bomb, in which he explores the all-encompassing topic of love and the labels associated with them. Having launched just last year, it's already ranked number one in the personal journals category and sits in the top 50 iTunes top 200 podcasts with over 3 million downloads. So I'm going to welcome him now. Hello, Nico. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are that you? Is, I am wonderful. That is one impressive resume. Uh, that is quite I, uh, an introduction. <laughs> I don't know how you keep up with it all. I mean, there's a lot uh, going on in your life. Yeah. And you're how old? Like that's just, uh, I'm, I just turned 29. I feel like that oh, is uh, just the tip of the iceberg, too. Well, what's uh, what's coming up next? Do you have anything? Um, well, I guess you're going to go back starting with, with Younger. When does that come back on? Yeah, we start shooting season five of Younger in February of next year. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I'm gearing up to write my first book. And uh, I'm developing. Yeah, I know. Very, very exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, and then out, and then outside of that, uh, kind of on the producer side, I've been developing a few different TV shows. Um, one, which I actually want to talk with you about today on this and, uh, just, just getting my hands in all sorts of pots. You know, I think once I've started, um, really opening up to the world and spreading a message of love and equality and acceptance, uh, the message has become extremely magnetized and it is reached, like you said, millions of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, you know, it's, 
it's up to me to figure out how to continue to spread the message in the most effective, efficient way possible. Mm, that's what I'm working on. It's all we do yeah, is right? try to get more information out to help more people. And yeah. uh, I'll be following right behind you with the book, so mm. I'm excited about that. And, yeah, I'm so uh, excited for you, too. Look, we we met recently and uh, mm-hmm. spent like three and a half hours uh, uh. chatting and, and trying talking all about the healing and... Um, really the fact that you have the ability to heal. And mm. I don't know that, well, I know you've you tested it a little bit, but, um, you know, I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that and how it's worked for you. Have yeah. you, um, I know you mentioned your uncle. Was there anyone mm-hmm. else that you have attempted to do any healing on? Yeah, well, I mean, I think in my life uh, I... I attempt to heal uh, in in every manner across the board, whether it's mm-hmm. on my podcast or through social media, through my close friends and family. Um, I think I'm really coming to terms right now with, with what it means to be first and foremost healed personally and how mm-hmm. I can take the steps to be the most whole version of myself right now and really be a student of the world, and especially team spirit right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Last year, I was fortunate enough. It's actually kind of a funny story. My mom had called me uh, about a year and a half ago, and I come from a big Italian family, and my mom is very passionate. And she calls me, and she goes, Nico, my my dying wish, always so dramatic. She's not even dying. (laughs) She was like, my dying wish is to be on Tyler Henry's, the medium show, the Hollywood medium. Mm -hmm. And I said, Mm -hmm. "Ah, mom, that's not like really on brand, but I'll see what I can do. I didn't, I, I didn't really even give it more thought after that, but within, within a week, no lie, the spirits must've heard her ask. And the uh, production company that runs Tyler's show reached out to me and asked if I was interested in being on the show. And the, you know, just symbiotic connectivity of it all, it was exactly where I was supposed to start this journey. Uh, And I said yes immediately. And um, if anyone watches the Tyler Henry show, everyone knows that Tyler has no idea who he's reading until mm-hmm. we start filming, uh, which is absolutely okay. the case. I mean, I will be the first one to vouch the the truth of that scenario. Uh, so my it's mom, the my best brother, way to I, do it. It's it's pure. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, he is he is such an angel. That boy. I mean, it was such an incredible experience. Um, so we he read me for about two hours. Uh, in Los Angeles, my mom and my brother were there as well uh, in a room downstairs for the show. And uh, while while we were reading, I was I was extremely emotional. I mean, it wasn't my first time having a reading done, uh, but obviously mm-hmm. when cameras are involved and you know that it's going to be blasted on television at some point, the stakes are raised, right? So it's it's, yeah, I- it's hyper emotional, hyper vulnerable. And just really raw. And I, I'm not afraid of those states. I think that at my core, I am an empath, right? So I was, I was ready mm-hmm. to play from, 
from the first minute of meeting him, if not even before that. I had already been calling all of my guides to help the process. And we connected with my grandpa uh, really, really quickly, which is exactly why my mom wanted to do the show. And it was the most beautiful exchange that I could have ever asked for. Uh, Tyler wow. brought so, so much, so much uh, clarity and closure to so many different people in my family um, on the afterlife. And uh, my grandpa just came through and just said, some amazing, profound things. And that wasn't even the best part of the whole experience. So about three quarters of the way through the reading, Tyler looks at me and he goes, all right, I have to tell you, out of the millions of people I've read, you have the gift. And mm-hmm. he says, he looks at me in my eyes and he goes, I look at you and I see bright lights flashing all around you. Healer, healer, healer. And I lost it. I mean, I was, I mean, I was mm-hmm. just there I'm very, very emotional, right? So I, I, I thought there was no way that this was going to make it to the cut of the television show. I thought it was a beautiful thing that he said, and I, and I couldn't, you know, couldn't have been more excited, but there was no way it was going to make it to the final edit. And then, lo and behold, mm-hmm. the show drops, and there's only a 10-minute segment, you know, because there's, there's three mm-hmm. guests that come on in each episode and that part comes on in the episode. So now all of a sudden this, this, you know, highly watched, highly rated show, Tyler Henry, who is, if not the prominent medium on television right now, uh, there's mm-hmm. a receipt of, of, of him telling me that I am a healer. And now millions of people have seen this and oh it becomes magnet. It becomes magnetized, right? So then people start mm-hmm. reaching out to me. And throughout this time period, I had been f- recording the podcast, The Love Bomb, which uh, very much so focuses on sexuality and gender identity um, mm-hmm. across the spectrum. And, but during this time, I had gotten really involved in spirituality, and it started to move more into the spiritual realm. And I had an astrologer come on the podcast, read my whole chart, and I wound up posting my chart on Instagram, on social media, and Twitter. Uh-huh. And um, John Edward, yeah, I know, which is a very, <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, that's a risque thing to do, and I didn't even realize it. But I, but I just live my life so, so openly that it was never uh-huh. even a question. Um, and then John Edward winds up seeing that I posted my chart online. He reaches out to me. We start a relationship like pretty much immediately. God bless John Edward. I mean, he is such, such, such an incredible person, let alone medium and the work that he does. And from that point on, different mediums and healers had just started coming into my life in different ways. Um, first it was John Edward, then it was Marianne DeMarco, who was a student of yours and who's been on this show mm-hmm. a couple times. Um, this guy, Roger, who was known as the Scottish witch. And then your name came into the mix. Um, and I had not met a healer up into, up until this point. Um, I had known okay. of the work of healing. I was in Peru last December 
uh, doing work with a bunch of shamans and working with the plant medicine, ayahuasca. Um, so it was a different mm-hmm. type of healing, uh, not necessarily um, the healing touch, right? Uh, right. And I, I just, I, I'm, I, I'm just ready to soak it all in. I'm like a sponge and a student of the realm right now. And to be able to sit down with you and talk for three and a half hours like we did about the art of healing and what it means to be a healer in 2017 is just, it's just so important, right? And um, it's amazing. I'm so grateful. We need more healers. We need everybody to mm-hmm. heal. We need people to learn to heal themselves. Um, it's uh, kind of troubled times on this planet. and. Right. There's there's so much healing needed. You know, I sent you homework. I don't know if you had a chance mm-hmm. to look at it. Uh, but um, we didn't talk about a lot of that. We didn't talk completely about healing yourself and learning how to forgive and all the things that go into healing, uh, not mm-hmm. taking things personally, you know. Uh, people... People who are angry usually have their own issues and their own problems, and they kind of project them on us. So when we actually recognize and learn that it's their journey and it's their pain and it has nothing to do with us, it's easier mm-hmm. to let things go. Um, but super important, super important to yeah, start absolutely. learning forgiveness and even forgiveness of self because we all mm-hmm. have things that we regret somewhere in life and uh, – we have to work on that inner uh, piece of us that, that I don't know, it's so critical, I guess, our self-esteem yeah. and how we let other people affect it. And so it's, it's mm-hmm. all about, you know, everything is about healing from the inside out, which you said before right. about focusing on healing yourself. And that's yeah, where it does absolutely. begin. And you can't so. forgive. Like, I, I'm a firm believer that you can't forgive other people in life until you forgive yourself for certain things. Yourself. Right? That has to, mm-hmm. that has to come first. And that transcends forgiveness. And the focus of my podcast is love, right? And if you mm-hmm. don't show yourself love, if you don't fall in self fall in love with yourself unconditionally, you will never be able to fall in love with somebody else unconditionally. I'm a firm believer I that agree. you will love others the same way that you love yourself. So it all has to start from the inside first. Mm-hmm. And everybody jumps into relationships so quickly. And, uh, you know, there's um, all kinds of disasters take place unless you get yes. to the point where you do examine that self-esteem and understand where it came from, why you feel the way you do about yourself, and then learn to really heal it and love yourself. You know, my teacher Mm -hmm. told me years ago to look in a mirror, and it was part of my homework, was to look in the mirror and say, I love you. And Mm. that's not as easy as it sounds. Um, Nope. You know, you think uh, three little words, no big deal, I can do that, but it really does not feel comfortable. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was one of those people who... No matter when you gave me a compliment, I would find a way to negate it. And mm. if somebody said that, you know, my hair looked good, I would immediately say it needed a haircut um, mm-hmm. or I need color or something. If somebody mm-hmm. uh, complimented me on on losing weight, I would 
automatically go to the fact that, oh, no, I just gained three pounds. And uh, mm. if somebody liked my shirt, I would say, oh, I got it off the rack at a garage sale. <laughs> Whatever it was, <laughs> I would always find a reason, always a reason sound like one of my to negate the compliment. Right <laughs> yeah. I sound like who? Yeah. Like a family member, my well, mom, anybody in my family, really. <laughs> well, I don't do that anymore. If you t- if you give me a compliment, the words are, I love it too. And mm. well, that's the way you, it is. I can, how, I can walk. How do you make what? that switch? How do you make that switch? How did I make it? Um, well, one, I practiced, but I really had to, I really had to do the forgiveness of me. I had to recognize that I was important and I had to honor myself. So these are all things I learned over time. And I began to, when I got involved with spirituality and really opened up to it, I just started to feel that center of myself. And I noticed that a lot of people that come to my classes, if their relationships at home are not working out so well, and it's not to say that they talk about it because they don't, but what happens is as they learn that they're important as they learn to love themselves all of a sudden they start to look at their relationship in a very different way and i i went through a period where i saw quite a few people getting divorces and i i mm. of course somebody came to me and said well why is this happening and i said well they already had problems in their relationship right. the problems were all there um learning to love themselves just turned their thoughts around. I I don't deserve yeah. this. This is not first. honoring myself. Yeah. So mm. um I look learning to cancel uh negative words and um mm. I mentioned that to you. We Yeah. When you when you say negative things like can't, won't, never, impossible, this is killing me, you're killing me. How many people are constantly saying something's killing them, their job is killing them, their back is killing them? Everybody's always throwing that out. <clears throat> it's one of the worst things you could say. And uh, But this is how we talk. And yeah. when you start to pay attention to your words and you begin to cancel them out, recognizing it's just monitoring it's monitoring what you're saying. And when you begin to recognize it and you cancel it out, all of a sudden you start catching it before it even comes out of your mouth. So you're catching it while right. it's still in the thought process. So I'm not yeah. telling you it's not work. You know, it's no different than, you know, learning to walk or talk or read or write. We have to practice. And yeah. uh I, I believe that the universe, again, that we manifest everything, as you said, with uh, Mom and, and the Tyler Henry show. I mean, we manifest by our thoughts and we manifest by our words. So if we keep focusing on something and putting it out there, good, bad, or indifferent, it's coming. It's mm. coming. So you yeah. want to make sure it's more positive, um, Without a doubt, as, as much positivity right. as you can put in your statement. You can't be Pollyanna, okay? Uh, I've been accused of that, but I, I, I am definitely not <laughs> so Pollyanna. And, uh, um, but, you know, even some of the clients that call me and they're very sick and, you know, we work on healing and, and on forgiveness and, and loving oneself. Um, I tell them you're allowed to have a pity party. You're human. Mm-hmm. You know, you get bad results from a test or your doctor says something negative to you or you have a bad day, you hurt uh, all over. And I tell them it's okay. 
you can have a hissy fit for a couple of hours if you want, but then just mm. shake it off, put it away, and pick yourself up and start looking at what you're grateful for. Okay? Right, because exactly. if you really look, everybody's got something to be grateful for. You know, we, we, can't, I, we can't overlook that. Go ahead. I love this idea of, somebody said this to me recently. Um, she was explaining how when she feels sadness, she gets so excited and she's so happy that she even has the ability to feel sadness because people walk through this life every single day and don't even feel anything at all. And that really struck me. It, it, it's, it's such a beautiful concept, right? Because then the lesson is completely ingrained in what it means to feel sad. And mm-hmm. you can get through it quicker, right? The second you can turn it around and press the cancel button, right? And the cancel button mm-hmm. transcends speech pattern. It's even thought patterns, right? You begin mm-hmm. to recognize it even quicker, and the more you do it, the more practice, right, the better the outcome, yep. like with anything. I just well, love that. You, you just got to watch who you cancel, that's all. <laughs> yeah, right? You, you start to do you? it so often that you want to cancel other people. And I canceled the nurse once in the hospital. I went to visit my brother, and she said something awful. And I know she was pregnant oh. at the time, and she oh, my God, she said something awful. And out of my mouth went, cancel, cancel. I couldn't help myself. I'm like, <laughs> you really shouldn't say that. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. people don't recognize the power of their words. They right. do not recognize well, it. And I've been I've been thinking about this cancel, this word cancel, and I really think mm-hmm. that. I mean, I know that words have the ability to be medicine, right? As much as they have mm-hmm. the ability to be weapons. You can either completely mm-hmm. make or completely destroy something with words. And I kept toying with this word cancel and what it actually means. And mm-hmm. instead, instead of using the word cancel when I've said a couple things that weren't completely right since I've sat down and had that conversation with you, I've been testing mm-hmm. the word edit, edit okay. to... to switch it to give it a positive spin um, so I can so if I say I don't know like my back is killing me instead of saying cancel I'll say edit I'll be like my back Mm -hmm. is maybe in pain right now but I'm going to do something to fix it okay edit works so it almost it almost takes uh, takes the word cancel and gives it like a call to action Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm and it is good. You know, every everybody works with different words, uh, as I've totally. found. And, you know, people people that work a lot on computers, uh, part of their life is alt-delete or delete-delete. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And they tend to do that. And then I, I mentioned to you the waitress, I think I did, a waitress that had come in a couple of weeks ago as a client. And not unknowingly, I didn't know that the words that they use in the kitchen is 86 that. So she said, oh, I say uh that all the time. So she said, 86 that works for me. So it's whatever you feel comfortable with. And it does, you know, edit. Absolutely. If you stop there and you turn it around, I have a habit of turning everything around. Um, Mm -hmm. If I, uh, you know, if I get myself, uh, well, I'll give you a funny example. It's not so funny, but 
<laughs> it's funny to me. Um, I have a habit of, of having a very heavy foot on the gas pedal. And okay. you'll always find me in, in the fast lane. And uh, I, I've yet to fully figure out my time management in my life. But I'm working on it. Okay. And uh-huh. uh, so... What happens is I start, I know I'm going fast, and I begin to think of a story that I'm going to tell the police officer when he pulls me (laughs) over. So, of course, I know that my guides are playing with me, and they. what it actually does is I start the story, and the story's going on in my head, and all of a sudden I recognize what I'm doing. I cancel it immediately, and I look down at the speedometer, and then, of course, I slow myself down. Uh, it's been down. going on for years. <laughs> it's been going on That's for years. It only so. happened to me once that I got pulled over, and, and I'm talking about 13 years ago, and I got pulled over once. Uh, on my way home in the rain, uh, coming back from seeing a client. And so after that point, you know, my brain just runs away with me. And I think everybody Mm. does that. We all have such active imaginations. And, Mm. uh, but I, you know, I pull myself right out of it. I know it's them and I know it's them showing me, look at the speedometer and slow down. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. (laughs) <laughs> People call me the blue that. flash or, you know, Mario Andretti. I, you know, I'm I'm always kind of in the fast lane. And uh and and now I just throw the Harry Potter cloak of invisibility over my car and, <laughs> mm, I <laughs> and love that it. works really well. <laughs> it yeah. does, it really does. Listen, we have a lot of phone calls coming in here. Oh, I'm excited. And uh all right, well, I'm gonna jump over. And unless you, you want to go if, over some, what? No, I mean, if 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 any of these people are Love Bomb fans or or fans of mine, some of these questions may be a little uh, a little intense. Just so <laughs> Off you know, the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we'll close them down <laughs> very nicely. <laughs> edit, uh, edit, but let's edit, <laughs> edit, edit. edit. All right. I'm going to pull up 516-233, and we'll see who's there. Hello, you're on the air. I just know once they get, you know, sometimes when they get in the house, they're looking to get out. Hello. 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 Are you with me on the show? Somebody's trying to get out. Um, I I don't think they realize, yeah, that I picked them up. So I'm going to mute them, and I'm going to go to somebody else. 319-541. Hello, you are on the air. Hi. 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 I'm from Iowa. What's your name? Brisa. Say it again. Brisa. Hi, Brisa. What's going on? Yeah, uh, B-R-I-S-A. Cool name. So I've actually just realized that I am empathic. Nice. And more more than most people. Mm. And I think I do have the gift. And I've been wanting to see you, Pat, for a while. But since it's been a year since I uh, made an appointment, I'm like shaking right now. It's crazy. Um, (laughs) You're empathic. (laughs) That's normal. (laughs) Yeah. So I made an appointment with you last year. Well, what's going on with you, Brisa? So I've been having anxiety and depression, but ever since I realized okay. that I've been growing and learning that I do.
do have some sort of a healing gift, I think, that I'm realizing. Okay. And and I'm learning more about it. Um, do I'm you have sure. you looked at, at have, Brisa? Have you looked at any of the video blogs that I have up on, um, on I, I, uh, I think it's YouTube? Um, I want you to take a look at some of them. I mean, there are 48 of them right now, and uh, they're they're brief. They're only about five minutes each, but there's a lot of information on how you can protect yourself and keep keep yourself from drawing in everyone's toxins, and it can stop your anxiety. Okay, I, I want you to think about putting putting on um, an imaginary vest of armor. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just your thoughts. This is a good we one, were just Rita. talking about thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put that put that vest of armor on. Just imagine it. There's more to it, mm-hmm. but that will stop the anxiety, and it will stop you from taking in the toxins. Uh, did you say that you were making an appointment, or you have? Yeah, I are in the did, process. But I I kind of scared myself out of it. But since then, I've grown a lot with like my power and realizing that I mm-hmm. am a healer, and I mm-hmm. okay. Um, I I get very happy when I am able to heal someone. Um, Can I ask so, you how old you are, Brisa? Yeah, I'm 20. Almost 20. 21. <laughs> are you on Are Excellent. you on social media? Excuse me. Are you on social media? Are you on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, for me, the best thing that I have done in terms of coming to terms with my own gifts, abilities, whichever word you want to call it, is just finding other people that are on the same path through social media. And as soon as you start surrounding yourself around other people that are thinking alike and working on similar things as you, everything gets heightened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do have one friend that I had just got connected back with her, and it's been growing ever since then, ever since that friendship, and it's amazing the mm. power that we have together. Absolutely. Awesome. I cherish that for sure. Yeah. Well, listen, so. Brisa, um, please get in touch with me for an appointment. That would be great. And you can have a one-on-one, and I can give you the time that you need to learn about what you are and how to go about getting yourself out there to heal. Okay? Okay. Um, just email me, Pat, Pat Longo 1111 at gmail.com, and you'll find me. Okay. That sounds great. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. You guys Thanks, are amazing. Risa, good Thank luck you out for there. calling much in. Love. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, we will try the next one. Five one six seven six four. Hello, you are on the air. Hello, we have a dog. I hear a dog barking <laughs> again. <laughs> Anybody there? The dog. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Nope. People are okay. missing We're moving. the opportunity. We're moving. Okay. Let's try a 409. <laughs> we got a 409-761. <laughs> hello. You are on the air. Hello. I don't think anybody wants to talk to us tonight. Hello. Ah. Hello. hello? hello? <laughs> okay, great. I hear a voice over there. You're on the air. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is Lauren. Hello. 
Hey, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I can't believe you answered. I always call in, but I'm always just kind of like secretly listening. <laughs> um, well, listen, okay, so. there's always a lot of people holding on, so I give it the best shot yeah. I can. Uh, awesome. What can we do for you tonight, Lauren? Okay, so a few things. Like I've always kind of been, I don't know, like I always called it like ghosty, like as a kid, and like would like see ghosts or like have dreams that would come true and just things uh-huh. like that. Um, and so as I got older, I kind of like just ignored it and like pushed it away and was like, no, this is weird. Like you can't do that. That's like freaky. And so then, but like now it's just like it won't go away. And, like, I don't really know, like, what it is or, you know, like, what kind of, like, gift, I guess, because it can predict things. Like, when you do, like, free writing or whatever it's called where you just kind of, like, write what you feel. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, called automatic writing. So, does does it sound writing, like yeah. you when when you read it back? Does it um, sound like you? It's, it doesn't make sense to me. That's the thing. Like, I'll mm. just write stuff, like, whatever I'm feeling. And then, Mm -hmm. so, like, Harvey, like, Hurricane Harvey, my family's from down there. And so, like, a long time before, I'd say, like, a year before, half a year before, I was writing Harvey. I kept writing Harvey, but I didn't know why, Mm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then Harvey came, and then I was like, sorry, I'm, like, getting emotional, but it made sense. Okay. Um, And my family was stuck down there, and I, I couldn't, like, it finally made sense, but then they were stuck in the middle of it basically and so I was like how do I write things I guess to know like make sense of it before so I can like warn them or you know like okay okay well I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna (laughs) tell you right now okay first of all many psychics and mediums uh, are out there getting messages from all over it's almost like you're a satellite dish and you can pick up information around the country and around the world now, it doesn't mm-hmm. serve anybody to have that information because we can't really stop it. And since yeah. we don't know when it's going to happen, which is what happened to you, mm-hmm. you don't know when mm-hmm. it's going to happen. There's nothing you could have done about it um, mm-hmm. unless they give you the actual time and date, which spirit mm-hmm. does yeah. not. So, mm-hmm. you know, please know that um, you you really just need to ask for ask your guides to only show you things that can be prevented. Okay, that's okay. the safest way to deal with it. Don't ask for, tell them, don't show me death. Only show me things yeah. that can be prevented and give me messages of healing. Uh, that's okay. the best way to work because you have a guide that works with you. You don't know that yet. There's mm-hmm. a lot you have to learn. There's books you have to read. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, your journey is just getting going. You have to kind of f- figure out how to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. I told the girl that was online last to look at my video blogs and Mm -hmm. uh, just go on YouTube, Pat Longo YouTube, and there is another Pat Longo out Mm -hmm. there, but he's a a band leader, (laughs) so make sure it's not not him, it's me. And uh, you'll see things on there that will help you understand what's going on Um, Mm -hmm. at some point in time. Again, you might need an appointment down the road to get more info, but if you want to know some books to read, email me. Mm-hmm. I'll send you off a list. Um, okay. I'll send you off some pap- paperwork on protection because you should mm-hmm. be surrounding yourself in God's light every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I forget. So because how, old, how old are weird, you, Lauren? I'm 31, and this has been going on like my whole life. And 
And this yep. little boy lately has been following around uh, at my mm. house, and I don't know where he came from. And I have two babies, okay. and he keeps trying to wake them up. I know it sounds insane, but, but like, y'all get it. No, it doesn't. It does yeah, not. It's not insane at all. waking up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, go away. I try to like say, go away. Um, you need to communicate during the day if you are, and I don't know what to do with this kid. Like, why are you here? <laughs> okay, why? then we need to send this little guy. We need to send this little guy home where he belongs. Um, yeah, you know, you you have to understand again that no one is allowed in your space unless you invite mm-hmm. them. So you have to get a little tough. All right. Yeah. He, he probably likes you because you're a mom and he's not with his mom. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's hanging around. But I don't want um, a lot of the kids, uh, kids' spirits, they do play around with the other babies. Mm-hmm. And it can yes. become annoying and uh, bothersome. <laughs> Uh, I have a little yeah. little grand nephew who doesn't sleep all night. All they do is see orbs yes. on on the screen while he's sleeping, and and the parents want me to come over and fix it. So, uh, I, if you if you write to me, okay, um, mm-hmm. again, Pat Longo eleven eleven at Gmail, and just say that you you know okay. you talk to me on the radio mm-hmm. show, and I will send you some things that you need to help you. Great, but you are going to ask this little boy uh, to go mm-hmm. into the light. And ask his relatives to come and collect him. Okay. okay. And, and the best okay. piece of advice that I got from Pat this past weekend was, I mean, not the best piece of advice, but something that really stuck out was the more you ask, the more is answered, right? So the more okay. that you mm-hmm. try to communicate, the more you will be given and the more response that you That's will get. That's right. Nothing is off the That is correct. You, know? you, you don't have to worry about anything. Sense. Your guides are there. They're with you. Um, you know, just, again, protecting yourself, putting yourself in light, mm-hmm. um, putting on that metal vest of armor that will stop the anxiety that you're walking around with. And, mm-hmm. uh, again, there's a lot to learn. I cannot, can't give it all to you now, but I can, uh, I can mm-hmm. certainly email you a few things to clear out the house. And uh, okay, get you yeah. straightened out. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you all so much. <laughs> good luck Thank over there. Thank you, Lauren, for calling in. <laughs> all right, bye bye. Okay, bye bye. It is absolutely amazing how many people are going through this. Uh, they're just the same time. constantly, yeah, flooding. They're flooding the entire world with with all this. Um, uh, again, anxiety, opening up to their spiritual gifts, recognizing their guides. Uh, you know, it, it, they're just coming out of the woodwork. And I, mm. I feel so bad for so many people that uh, uh, they don't have the ability to find this information out easily. So, right. again, we're all we're all trying to spread the light everywhere and... Uh, Everything you do, all the new things you learn now, Nico, you're going to be spreading them out there, and I'm going to keep spreading it out. And yeah. My students I mean, and is, my my clients. This is my soul's mission at this point to uh, to continue this light work, and you know I think that there there is so much room in mainstream media right now for this type of work, and mm-hmm. we only have so much of it that's there. And I think with this spiritual awakening that's happening in the world right now, um, there needs to be more on television. This 
this world yep. needs to be more accessible mm-hmm. for people, and uh, I, I'm here to try to make that happen. Well, 100%, you know, um, education has to be done. And it's mm-hmm. not just education of people that are old enough to listen to these shows and, and watch them. It's education of all the children that mm-hmm. are so gifted. There's not <clears throat> a parent that doesn't call me, that doesn't tell me one or more of their children are seeing, feeling, or hearing things. So mm. it's, you know, it's just all coming out. We can't stop it. We're yeah. supposed to be learning this. We're supposed to be using it uh, to help right. ourselves, to help others. It's incredible. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's go to the next caller. Okay, <laughs> 631470. Hello, you are on the air. Hello. Anybody home? Knock, knock. People okay. are calling in, forgetting s- about it. Another silent caller. Hold on. We'll move along. All right. Let's see. 630-632. Hello there. You are on the air. Anybody? <laughs> this is hysterical. <laughs> Has this ever happened? Like I think they're afraid of you, Nico. Hello. I guess so. I'm really not that scary, I promise. No, no, you're not at all. Anybody there? Six three zero six three two. I'm calling you. Okay. Let's keep going. There's plenty of them on here. All We're right. playing roulette. Six here. three one. Yeah. Maybe everybody's listening and they don't want to jump yeah, on. Yeah. Maybe we're just supposed to keep talking. That's okay. I'll I'll try two more. We'll see. All right. Six three one nine four two. Hello, you are on the air. Anybody listening out there in Radio Land? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Man, we are striking I out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, actually. Uh, all right. Th- this is a two 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 zero one call, two zero one four one seven. We'll give it a shot. Hello, you are on the air. Anybody home? Hello. <laughs> I think we're just supposed to keep talking. I think the spirits are. Yeah, this is a well. first. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. I, I think we'll. I think we'll talk. We'll talk and see what right. happens. Uh, I have right, an I idea. muted that. I, <laughs> what? I have an idea. Um, so we got to talking at the house. And you were mm-hmm. explaining to me how um, the test works in your house for the fair, and okay, we have all we have all of these challenge shows that are on television right now. So I have a proposition. For mm-hmm. you. What okay. do you think it would look like if there was a show on TV that was like American Idol, but it was called American Medium of sorts, and mm. it was a challenge? Wouldn't that show be interesting? Where- wouldn't that be so interesting? Where if we had a panel Absolutely. of judges, yourself included, that mm-hmm. and had mediums from all over the country come on, and it it would be a challenge to to have your own TV show on on air for the best medium of the whole competition. Do you think that could work oh, on TV? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, right? I can't see why not. Listen, we've been doing it for yeah. years, and uh, uh, it's amazing to me. Uh, you know, I 
people that don't even realize sometimes how good their abilities are. And mm. uh, I sit them down and I throw people at them every 15 minutes. And next thing you know, they're sitting in my fair. Um, oh. And some amazing mediums were born that way, including Marianne. Yeah. Right? Every, yeah. Everybody, everybody's got to sit through it. We will. I love you know, the idea. It's it's a great concept. You know, it's it's not as we easy will, uh, to test healers, uh, but it's right. definitely easy to test the mediums. Yeah, and imagine the reveals that would happen on TV with mediums mm-hmm. and stories, and how emotional it could get. I think it would make for Absolutely. amazing television. You and I should definitely con- no. continue that conversation. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I, listen, I think you sit up at night and you dream of new things to do. <laughs> oh, all day, every day. It's not. I, just I really. I, I. I. Talking to you, I find you've always got another another angle going, and and it's great. <laughs> I don't know how it's I have great. time to do anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me either. <laughs> sure. I have a question. Do you think you know? Um, in preparation for writing this book, uh, I've been. I've been struggling a little bit with the concept of if our grandparents, if my grandparents and your grandparents too, um, if they loved deeper than we do today, given the dating Uh landscape and the ability to jump on an app and jump on your phone and have hundreds, if not thousands of options directly at your fingertip. If one doesn't work Uh out, you can immediately go to the next, right? Right. Do you think it's different now? Do you think we love less, more fickle now than we did back then? Well, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to say a lot of different things about that. I'm going to say that the commitment levels are not the same. Um, Hmm. I'm going to say that divorce has become easy, and that's not to to say that lightly because I know people struggle through divorce. It's it's not an easy process, but people get divorced so easily today. That commitment, um, it just doesn't seem to mean as much as it used to. People hmm. people stuck it out. People, people did all kinds of things. It was uh, for uh, better or worse. That's the way it mm-hmm. was. It's not so much anymore. Because it had to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's not so much anymore. I was very I lucky. You know, my, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, please, go ahead. You go. <laughs> I, was, um, I was very lucky I, that my parents... All right, now stop. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my turn. Uh, there's a delay on, on, the, on the radio, so uh, we're, we're talking over each other. But um, my parents were amazing, and, and they were... Um, they had their 60th and celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary before my father passed. And uh, they had occasional ups and downs, but we had such a phenomenal family foundation. And um, there was always love. You know, you'd Mm. always see my dad with his arm around my mom or, you know, I, I, I marvel at people who walk down the street and hold hands now because I don't Mm. see a lot of physical connection. Uh, with people either and look I'm not out much to be perfectly honest I'm I'm in doing my work all the time it's not like I'm wandering around the city staring at people but um, when my husband was alive and we were younger I would think nothing of laying on the couch with him and watching television while the kids are up Mm -hmm. and around and doing their homework I never thought twice about it Um, 
it's important to show love. It's important to mm. show love to children because how else do mm. they learn if they don't see it? You know, um, I don't know. It's it's just my thought process. I just find it your question that it, it is it was easier back then. It's more difficult now. Mm. And uh, you know, my son's on a dating site, so you know, you, you bounce from one to the next to the next, and there's always an extra yeah. chance and an extra chance and an extra chance. I don't think anybody gets to know each other long mm. enough. Yeah, I think that's a huge to problem. really what yeah. I what I always talk about on the podcast is become best friends with somebody before you even think about what like a future of of love looks like like mm-hmm. fall in love with but each other but that's what we friends. did do that's what we did right. you had to that's, that's what we courtship. did yeah, yeah. We, we became best friends nobody right. jumped into anything you dated for mm-hmm. decent periods of time you got to know each other before you got to know each other's family you know you got to know mm. uh, again you 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 made that friendship and uh yeah. i I can say my husband was my best friend without even a second thought. Yeah. Um, all right, I have another question since since we can't reach okay. the other people with questions right now. <laughs> we can still try. There's um, a lot of people there, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, I mean, we could go ahead and try. I think we just like to talk to each other, so keep okay, going. It's true. I think the universe is opening up for us. Um, okay, uh, a piece of advice. How how do you think in 2017, given the political landscape right now, the social landscape, the dating landscape, how do you think it's possible for someone like me or anybody else who feels like they have the gift of, of healing to mm-hmm. make it more mainstream, to go from this idea of this mystic, right, to, to mm-hmm. a mainstream, compassionate, empathic human being who has the ability to affect positive change? What do you think the best approach would be? Ooh, very interesting. Well, I I feel that everybody should own what they do, okay? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people, again, they, they keep it in the closet uh, that they mm-hmm. have um, – certain abilities you know people come in they say their hands have been hot all their life and when they touch people they always feel better and things like that but um everybody's afraid to own it and how to get it out there you know i recommend people all the time to take different reiki courses or Mm -hmm. there's something called reconnection and therapeutic touch and uh oh my goodness this this chelation and prana which is which is uh learning how to heal through the breath there's so mm-hmm. many different modalities and they're all out there they're all reachable and doable and the hospitals even are accepting uh reiki and meditation and they're starting mm. to really pay attention that we're not just the body we're the body the mind and the spirit and mm. look we need a lot more you know, we need more people of like course. you. We we need more healers. We need more people in the public eye to bring it forward. Um, but you, you have to start somewhere. People can't be afraid mm-hmm. to touch. You, right. you have to you have to own it. Just like mediumship mm-hmm. too. I, I tell them all the time: you have to own it. When you accept it, the spirit will deliver. And they're mm-hmm. just waiting. They're waiting for us 
to make a decision. How can I help? What can I do? Um, if mm-hmm. I have healing abilities, if I have the intention and the compassion to heal, then you should be, you know, attempting to do that. Moms do it. Mothers do it all the time with their children. They don't realize uh, yeah. it, but they're, you know, all mothers are healers for the most part. And mm, I uh, love that. that. That love, again, is is the bridge. And when you learn to love other people, uh, for who they are, and mm. not judge. Again, there's the judgment part, not judging. Um, mm. Somebody's circumstances. You know, you see, you know, a homeless person on the street. A lot of people turn their heads. You know, nobody wants to look mm. at them. You know, nobody wants to um, no, have that compassion. Uh, I remember mm. chasing a homeless woman down once. I'm driving this down the street, and she's rolling around with her cart, and I'm I'm trying to catch her because I want to give her some money. And mm-hmm. uh, I actually, you know, had to have my grandchildren go out and give her ten bucks <laughs> because mm-hmm. they she was going so fast I couldn't get her to stop. But uh, it's it's not judging other human beings. It's knowing right. that. People are hurting in so many different ways, in so many different circumstances, and even in in the most beautiful of homes and behind closed doors, nobody knows what's going on. Of course. And uh, we can't point our fingers. We have to start sending healing to everyone um, Mm. by our thoughts, if not by our actions. I don't know if I I answered what you asked me, but... Oh, no, 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 that works. I have to tell you a story. I was on the, the the subway yesterday. I was on the train in the city. I live in New York City, and uh, I I was I had headphones in. I was listen I was listening to um, a beta frequency, and I was spreading light inside of the car uh, to everybody in the car. And I was like really focusing on on just spreading love to everybody in the car and protecting the car. And then this homeless girl woman comes onto the train and she stands right next to me and I had my headphones in so I couldn't hear but I saw that she started singing and I took my headphones out and she started singing this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine (laughs) (laughs) and I mean me being an empath wow and and I started it was your mouth open (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I started singing with her. I started singing and clapping with her, and I was holding, uh, I was holding her hand, and like we sang for the entire, for the entire stop, and then I got off at the, at the next stop, and I just sendered her some love, and we went on our separate ways, and it was just such a magical moment in New York City. Wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's be- I mean, I you'd smile you all day from that. that. You know, I know. I, I, I would. A day later, I have a a friend of mine who is a, a vice principal at a high school, and every day he brings his boombox, and he has to mm. stand outside for all the kids to get off the bus, and these are high school kids, and he is dancing and <laughs> singing. I mean, those that don't think he's crazy, they love this man. They absolutely love mm. this man. And he he actually runs a program, uh, you know, off the cuff in school that's called Emotions in Motion, Emotions in Motion. And he, he mm. works with all the troubled kids and all the kids that, 
you know, don't have anywhere to go, that are, think that they're mm. different uh, in any way, shape, or form. And, oh, my Lord, I've been there. I've actually sat in on some of mm. it. And I cannot believe the healing that he does with these children, right. you know, by having them learn to love themselves, you oh, know, so to, to even though they've been in terrible pain and maybe abusive situations or maybe their parents aren't living, there's so many different stories. But again, of music and, and, and compassion and lack of judgment, you know, or mm-hmm. like, that doesn't sound right, lack of judgment, but non-judgmental behavior. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it, it just brings the best out in, in every man, woman, and child. So I, I applaud you for singing on the subway. <laughs> yes. uh, it, that's amazing. But, you know, keep doing I, it. I have to tell, <laughs> See yeah, what happens. Everywhere I go. Yeah, I mean, honestly, since, Listen. Si- since we met, I've been, I mean, I like to call it like road healing, you know, people that are mm-hmm. around me that don't even necessarily know what I'm doing but I'm playing with mm-hmm. my hands and rubbing together and, and blowing different energy into different directions for people and doing qu- quick little personal reads just for myself on them and mm-hmm. sending them what they need. And it's just, it's, it's so powerful. And they don't even it's, need to know it's that it's powerful. Isn't the even the word. It, it's, it's mm. incredible. It's incredible. Mm. And if, if people started to just do that and send light to one another, um, I'm telling you they would be amazed at the outcome. You know, Mm. filling a room with light, filling a subway car with light, uh, the streets of Manhattan. You'll be floating before you know it. We're going to have to put a net on you and pull you back down. Uh, (laughs) I'm staying grounded, connected to the earth. You're staying grounded. Yeah, that's, that's the trick. Okay, yeah, that's really the trick. Is. Staying grounded when when you're playing with light and and healing, mm-hmm. and you you really got to keep yourself in balance. Um, I told you before we went on the air that I am uh, babysitting for three of my grandchildren. Uh, for the as of now, they're in the other room trying to behave themselves. They've come to the door a few <laughs> times. I'm I'm I don't know what I'm going to find when I get out there. <laughs> Uh, Again, other than tying them up and taping their mouths shut, I couldn't do that. But my grandchildren are my grounding. They are Mm. my balance. And, uh, you know, I'm so very, very, very blessed uh, to have, you know, 16 of them out there. Not not right this minute. Mm. I only have five. But to have (laughs) that many grandkids and and they're all Mm. around me. I get to see them all the time. I'm probably one of the luckiest people in the world. But Uh um, it also keeps me in in, in love all the time. Of course. How could it not? Well, Um, it's a a blessing. Go ahead. I have to let you know, and anybody who's listening to this, uh, when I came in and saw Pat this past weekend, uh, we did a healing session at the end of our meeting, um, a quick session, but extremely powerful. And I had told Pat that I, I've been having chest congestion over the last few weeks, and uh, I had been trying everything to get rid of it, and nothing was working. And Pat put her hands on my chest at the end of the healing session, and no lie, within 24 hours, my chest congestion was completely gone. And oh, so I'm so happy to, to hear that. I wondered about Thank it. You. I did wonder about it Thank after you, you so left. Much. Yeah. You are most welcome. 
It, it is always a pleasure. Uh, a lot of people are going to be jealous, though, that I had my hands on your chest. But please keep in <laughs> mind, people, I'm 68, 68 years old. I have no interest other than I love them. <laughs> okay, I'm going. We're just about at the end uh, of this program here, so I'm, I'm just going to throw out that uh, you have still, again, a lot going on. Uh, the show Younger, if anybody wants to catch up with it, it's not on right now. It films again, I think, what did you say, in February? Um, yeah, we start shooting season five it, in February. Okay, and that can be seen on Hulu. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, The Love Bomb, the uh, Nico's podcast, uh, is um, every Tuesday. You can catch it on uh, iTunes and Spotify. And let's see, and to search out Nico, it would be Instagram and Twitter at Nico Tortorella, N-I-C-O-T-O-R-T-O-R-E-L-L-A. So I, hope, mm. I hope that's right. I think it's right. And to reach out to me, Pat Longo, 1111 at gmail.com. Um, and just please... Remember that we have hosts every week, a different host. We have uh, Melissa Kubias, who's a medium. She's on one of the Thursdays. And Anthony Maraca, also a medium. And uh, Stacy McKenna is a life coach. So tune in. And if you uh, go to the show, all the shows are archived. You can check them out if you didn't get to listen to the whole show or want to catch another one that you missed with a different guest. We are always available, and there is also a button that says follow, and you can find out who's up on each uh, different week. And, Nico, I want to thank you so much. Uh, I know I know we're going to be in touch. We're going to be talking to yes. each other, and who knows, maybe coming up with a TV show. You never know. Yeah, it's um, happening. Watch out, world. Watch out, world is right. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel Uh, a little bit like uh, I was on your show. (laughs) You (laughs) asked me questions, but uh, I expect we'll do that someday, too. Absolutely no questions asked. I I appreciate you so much, Pat, and I just want to thank you so much for just opening your your house and your heart and your soul and your abilities to me, and I just, I love you so much. I love you too. All right, go go get some rest or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go check on the kids and see what they're doing. Go check All on right, the kids. good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Good night, love y'all. You too.